You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by the MLB.com shop. Welcome to MLB.com Extras, the New York Yankees. I'm Dave Raymond with Brian Hulk. And, uh, well, I don't know what we're going to talk about with the Yankees. Oftentimes, very little to discuss. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure we'll find something. Oh, man. So there's some names being bandied about. Now, the, the primary goal right now for Brian Cashman, rotation, bullpen, what's the focus? I think all of the above. Uh, you know, the Yankees came here to the winter meetings. Pitching, pitching, pitching. That's what Brian Cashman said. Uh, obviously, you'd like to shore up that starting rotation. You've got questions there with Masahiro Tanaka and CeCe Sabathia. Um, you know, the bullpen, you let Dave Robertson now go. Um, get Andrew Miller in the mix. You've had Dylan Batances. He was an all-star last year, but those guys have two career saves between the two of them. Um, some questions to be answered on the pitching side. There's also some position player issues they'd like to clear up, but right now it's it's pitching, pitching, pitching. It is fascinating. You mentioned the two combined saves by Miller and Batantis, and I think most people would agree, you know, they have a lot. Uh, they're very toolsy, right? They're, those guys, many would project, could handle the role. But they had Robertson, who had proven it, high-pressure situation, following the greatest of all time. And I think everybody understands the compensation pick that they get by letting him walk. But it seems a high risk for a job that he had already proven he could do. Yeah, I think there was no question he could do the job. Robertson proved he, he could do it. The strikeout numbers were terrific. He did it in New York, which I think you cannot discount. Uh, you know, he didn't go 39 out of 44 by accident. Um, I think when you look at how the compensation is now working, uh, and players like Aaron Judge and Ian Clarkin are now two of the Yankees' best prospects. They came as compensation for losing Rafael Soriano and Nick Swisher. So I think the Yankees are looking at that. They say we could have a player like that next June and also have Andrew Miller, who is very good. I think we would all agree, especially the last two years, he's been dominant. Uh, having that combination instead of Robertson, I think they saw that as a win and paying less money on top of that. Yeah. Okay. Well, they still do have plenty of money. There still are some big names out there, uh, Sergio Romo, Jonathan Papelbon, uh, you know, those are some of the bigger names, I guess. Are they in on those guys? Yeah, I think you can throw Jason Grilly in there, mm -hmm. too. Uh, you know, th these are guys out there with proven closer ability. Uh, Romo and Grilly are two of the free agent options out there. Uh, Luke Gregerson came off the board. He, he's not exactly a bona fide closer anyway. Um, with Papelbon, that's an interesting case for me, I think. Uh, a lot of Yankee fans, uh, I'm not sure how they'd react to that one. Uh, that would have to be a trade with the Phillies, but there's a guy who last year said he would welcome a trade to a contender, and clearly the Yankees think they're going to be that next year. Okay, well, let, let's, let's move to the starting pitching concerns. There are still names out there, and, and you know, the, the big name has come off the board, but that is now, we all feel, will unleash the opportunities. What are the Yankees doing when it comes to starting pitching? Yeah, you know, it's funny. The, the Lester situation, you never exactly saw them linked to him, but I, I always kind of wanted to leave the light on because you've seen those things happen before. You know, it, it was a few years ago that Brian Cashman ducked out of the, the Bellagio in Las Vegas and wound up putting a lot of money on CC Sabathia's doorstep. So the Yankees never got into the Lester thing. I thought he would have been a good fit. Uh, right now, you're looking at Max Scherzer, uh, James Shields. Those are the big names out there. Seems like the Yankees are going for the second tier right now. They've talked about guys who were on last year's team bringing them back. You're looking at Brandon McCarthy and maybe Chris Capuano. They haven't heard from Hiroki Kuroda, but I think there, there would be interest there on some level. So right now, I think, I think your big target is McCarthy, but... You know, I mean, Max Scherzer, that, uh, that's a guy that the Yankees like a lot. I, I could see them going hard after him. I think it, it takes convincing Hal Steinbrenner to open up the checkbook one more time. 
There's another big change uh, afoot for the Yankees, and that would be, you know, after lo these many years with Derek Jeter at shortstop, Didi Gregorius is is the man. And uh, what, what is the feeling on how he'll handle all the pressure that, that is likely to come along with trying to replace a guy like Jeter? Yeah, there'll be pressure to come along, but I think you can't go out there thinking I'm replacing Derek Jeter. You have to go out there and, and just be, you know, you have to be Didi Gregorius. And, and for that, uh, you know, he's a guy, very athletic. He's 24. He's young. Uh, you know, he's, he's a good-looking prospect. The, uh, the Diamondbacks liked him a lot. Uh, fields, the fielding is terrific. The Yankees think the bat will come around. Uh, you're probably looking at, to start the year, he'll be in a platoon with Brendan Ryan. Uh, Brendan Ryan would hit against left-handed pitching. That's something that Gregorius has not done very well. Um, you know, it's hard to follow a legend in, like Derek Jeter, you know. Uh, David Robertson did a good job in following Mariano Rivera. It's not easy. Uh, so I think uh, there's going to be a lot of pressure. The easiest thing Gregorius can do is get a couple big hits in April, and I think everybody will kind of take a step back and say, look, he's not Derek Jeter. Who is? But this guy's pretty good, too. I, I don't even know if it's worth asking because you figure the Yankees can be in on any name that is out there. And we've talked mostly pitching. But are they in the sweepstakes, uh, in the hunt for some bats, a guy like uh, Chase Headley? Yeah, there's, there's interest in bringing Chase Headley back. I think, uh, you know, when he came last year, uh, the, the reviews on him were that he had obviously struggled here in San Diego. Uh, and the, the Yankees actually said the defense was average. Uh, he was very much above average from what I saw. Uh, you're looking at a guy who's probably going to take a four-year deal to, to get. Um, but with the Alex Rodriguez situation, you, you don't really know what he is at third base. You have Martin Prado. Uh, he could play third base. He's done a lot of it in his big league career. But I think if you have the chance to put a proven guy like Chase Headley in your lineup, look, he'll, he'll make that lineup better. He'll make that clubhouse better. Um, they, they liked a lot of what they saw the last two months of the year, and I think uh, there's interest in having more of that. And we got more than halfway through this thing without mentioning Alex Rodriguez. Oh, sorry. How does he, how does he uh, uh, you know, affect the moves and the expectations? I, I think he's a huge question mark. Um, you don't know. The Yankees don't know. I don't know. Brian Cashman doesn't know. Uh, you know, Joe Girardi doesn't know. I think he could be anything under the sun. He could be your third baseman for 150 games. Uh, more likely, look, he's going to turn 40 in July. He's coming off. He's played 30 games in the last two years. I think there's a big question. Um, can he come back and be anything like he was? I'm not saying his MVP years, but can he be 2013 Alex? And if he can, and if he can play 80 to 100 games and, and be reliable and play some third base, I think that's a huge plus. Um, if, he, if you're looking at a guy who cannot play the field anymore and is, is just a DH, Look, they'll work around that. He's got three years left on that contract. Uh, you know, they'll they'll make do with it. But ideally, you would want him to come in, be able to play at least some third base if he's not the everyday guy, hit for power. And look, um, you know, those 30 games at the end of 2013, he was pretty productive. Uh, if you had that on last year's team, he would have been one of the best hitters on the, in that lineup. So uh, I think that's what the Yankees have to hope for. Okay, as we wrap it up, how about uh, the future of guys like uh, David Phelps and Adam Warren? Yeah, um, they're going to come into spring training. Uh, they're going to prepare as starting pitchers. I think, look, you have to look at depth. Uh, the Yankees used, I think, a baker's dozen of starting pitchers last year because four-fifths of their entire rotation went down. Um, they, they bring them into camp. Uh, they've proven they can start. Uh, they can relieve, definitely. You know it's easier to transition a guy from a starter into a bullpen. You can just cut them down rather than building them back up. So they'll come in. They'll compete for the back end of the rotation. I don't think it's a finished product by any means, but uh, they'll be in the mix. 
Okay, great update on the Yankees, Brian. I know there's plenty more to come <laughs> in the coming weeks. There always is. Yeah, no doubt about it. Brian Hulk, and this has been MLB.com Extras, the New York Yankees. Celebrate the holidays with the official online shop of Major League Baseball, the MLB.com shop. Give the gift of baseball to the whole family with jerseys, caps, outerwear, menswear, women's and kids' wear, collectibles, and home decor. MLB.com has gifts for all the baseball fans on your list. Now with free ground shipping on all orders over $50. Do your holiday shopping now at MLB.com slash shop.